Jerry Hamilton, Bobby Burton on Texas football, InsideTexas.com. Uh, Jerry, you've been in Austin all day covering this stuff right now. Uh, you have been all over it. Justin Wells, Eric Naline, uh, the whole crew uh, creating a message board thread that really is uh, just probably the largest I've ever seen in a one day or a one weekend period. Uh, but the reason for that is because all of the excitement that has been generated by the Texas Longhorn coaching staff on the recruiting trail, hosting 20 players this weekend. Jarrett Gibson, the running back from IMG, is already committed. You spent this afternoon and early morning at the airport interviewing some players as they got out of town. Uh, you know, tell us the very latest of what you've learned, and, and I'll lead you through some questions because I know there's a lot going on in your brain right now like there are for a lot of Texas fans. We'll do that and then get to a couple questions and get going. Yeah, so the funniest thing, the funny thing, Bobby, is the one guy I didn't interview was Jarrett Gibson. He looked at me and he looked like, I, I, not today, man. I, I mean, Colin Simmons declined interview, but I didn't even ask Jarrett Gibson. The guy literally looked exhausted. And I said, we'll catch up soon. I'll be at IMG in late July. All right. Um, but I'm very excited. Him and his family all wearing Texas gear. Um, you know, look, he's an unbelievable kid, man. He's a great fit in the culture that Steve Sarkeesian and the staff uh, have built in Austin. Uh, and I'm a big fan of his. I think he's really good runner between the tackles. I think he accelerates to the second level. I think he's got contact bounce. I think he knows he has a feel for dropping his pads and running through contact. I think it's a tremendous two running back class with him and Christian Clark who committed Thursday. So we've talked about Gibson. I'm sure we'll talk about him on the live stream tonight, but we got a lot of other stuff to get to. Yeah. I mean, first of all, you and I know there've been some, I will just go ahead and say there's been some commitments that are silent no doubt. <laughs> at this point. Um, we're reluctant to release it or hint at those names. So guys, we're not going to do that in, in a very good way. I mean, we're just not going to be able to broach those kind of subjects here. I know people want to know Jerry, and, and get that, but that's for those guys to have their moment, uh, right? But that being said, let's talk about some of the recruits that are happening right now. Let's start with the three biggest positions, or the three biggest positions. Offensive line, the edge and DL is one, and then the defensive secondary. Uh, let's start at the offensive line where Daniel Cruz, Maika Saina, Nate Kibble, and Daniel Calhoun were all in this weekend. Yeah, I think, uh, look, uh, I think feel really good about Cruz. Um, that RPM has been a long time. I don't think anything's changed there. Um, I think this weekend only furthered that. Um, I think that is Texas and OU are really the final two there. Ohio State's third. AM's not really not in it. I mean, and he was there June 9th, 11th, and Nate Kibble, a couple other guys. I think Texas is in a good spot there. Makai Saina, Saina, I think Texas is in a good spot over USC there. I think AM's not really in it. Um, I, I just I, I think Kyle Flood did a has done a great job with Sena and his mom. I, I think that the position coach recruiting when I talked to Makai at Arlington Martin this spring, that was so big in what he said. There he is, the underrated three star. He's a four star. Turn on the tape. Um, but the position coach relationship, he said, is big with me, but also with my mom. And I kind of was like, whoa, okay, not many offensive linemen say that and i think kyle flood's done a great job there i think texas is a big favorite and i had to put in an rpm a couple of weeks ago there hey jerry probably one of the biggest news out of this weekend though is nate kibble the big lineman yeah. out of uh out of uh atascacita texas we we weren't following him that much a week ago at this time i mean to, in all honesty uh because we knew he was a late 
uh, guy that was going to decide in November, December, something like that. So we weren't really following him, but he wanted to go ahead and expedite the process. You and I kind of thought, oh, A&M is the leader here. And and not that we didn't think he was a good player. We were just like, he's probably going to A&M because they're going to wait on him. But he decided to up his uh, up up his timeline, decided to visit Texas this weekend. And we're here in Texas, hit, hit it out of the park here. Yeah, and I think it's interesting that he was at A&M the same weekend with Daniel Cruz. And Makai Sayana was there the weekend before. I mean, so I, this is kind of what happens in recruiting, right? I mean, you know, he had was scheduled to likely come in November, uh, September 30th for the Kansas game for his Texas official visit. I mean, look, Kyle Flood's like this guy a long time. Bo Davis goes by that school. They like Nate Kibble. He's a large human with big, long arms, and he has gotten to be a much more physical player as he's gotten older. He's a quality prospect. So Texas liked him. They were always in com- uh, in contact with him. They just thought he was a later-in-the-process guy. Last week, the family called uh, Texas and said, hey, we'd like to come in for an official, and Texas immediately set it up. I mean, so, you know, 6'3", 80, 81-inch wingspan. There's certainly a lot of guys like that that are that broad and uh, have that type of ability. Uh, and I like where Texas sits with him. I put in an RPM over the weekend, um, and, and I like where Texas sits with him. There's Daniel Calhoun, uh, who was hosted by Kelvin Banks and Peyton Kirkland, the big left tackle out of uh, Marietta Walton. I think that one's a dogfight, man. I mean, I think that is Kirby Smart, uh, Steve Sarkeesian, Stacy Searles, Kyle Flood, Will Muschamp involved. You know, I, this is a big one. Georgia doesn't want to lose this kid to Texas. I mean, but didn't they get two? Aren't they getting? We think two big tackles yeah, right I now. Think so. I, th- I think so. I mean, look. I mean, Nair Daniels is going to commit to Georgia here in the next week or so, uh, and that was the one kid that canceled his Texas official visit. They already have another committed. They're in on a couple other guys. One kid in Illinois, I believe. They have Brandon Baker in this weekend, so you can't take them all, Georgia. But I'll say this: Georgia's trying to take them all. Make no mistake. Georgia's trying to get really greedy on the offensive line in this class. So that's a real – it's Texas or Georgia. That's where this decision's coming from. It's a real battle. And I've said all along, this is not a recruitment Texas should win. You're not supposed to go into Marietta right now where Georgia's at in the college football world, a dad who played briefly at Alabama, Tennessee three hours from home, and win this recruitment. This is not like going to Florida to recruit a running back. This is a left tackle in Atlanta, Georgia – in the SEC, but if Texas does, I think it's the most impressive recruiting win they've had to this point. Jerry, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to the defensive line because that is a loaded one. Uh, we want to start in the secondary and say, first of all, happy birthday to Corian yeah. Gibson. <laughs> the land had a, had a little celebration for him last night. They didn't really do it on social media, but the Texas staff, some of the visitors, to have a little uh, birthday celebration for him last night. Oh, nice. Well, the young man from uh, uh, Lancaster came in with uh, a uh, young teammate, or not a teammate, but a friend from a young age, Jordan Johnson Rubel out of Fort Worth Brewer, who's now at IMG Academy. Those two families traveled together. Uh, What are you hearing about those? You interviewed Wardell Mack at the airport. Uh, Selman Bridges is still on his official visit at Texas. And then Kobe Black, uh, the five-star cornerback out of uh, Waco. Let's start with Black. Uh, you know, myself, Eric Nolene, Justin Wells, we all have RPMs at 75%. I'd probably up it if I could. I might. Who knows? I mean, I might get bored driving uh, back to Houston. But, um, hey, look, we feel good about it with Texas. I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, I think LSU's trying to really make a run, and they have been trying. Um, uh, I think he would be a numbers buster like Wardell Mack would be a numbers buster. I talked to Wardell Mack at Bergstrom Airport. Um 
look, he said, I planning to go back um, in July um, for uh, to Florida for their barbecue event. We'll see if that happens. I mean, it's possible, but we'll see. Um, I, I think Texas is the favorite of the schools he's visited. That's Texas, Florida State, and Florida. I know Corey Raymond has a relationship there. Terry Joseph has a relationship too. I think Texas is the favorite over LSU right now and Florida, Florida State. If this carries into the season, probably not as good for Texas. If he also expected to be here. back, also expected to be back in Austin in late July for the pool party. He says, "Hey, um, mentioned now about Corey and Gibson and Jordan Johnson yeah. Rebel. I don't know that you've talked to either of them, uh, but well, their yeah. recruitments." It was thought that, hey, maybe Corey and Gibson might announce on his, his birthday. We don't think that's going to be the case, at least not publicly at this point. Uh, he was leaning to Clemson at one point in the process. Uh, Eric Nalin, uh, yourself, uh, Justin Wells have all said, we think Texas is uh, more than well positioned here. Jordan Johnson, Rebel, the safety, uh, long lean, long-time lean to Texas. His teammate at IMG, Jarrett Gibson commits. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I, so I talked to a family member uh, briefly. I exchanged some messages. A family member of uh, Jordan Johnson Rebel. The visit was great. I, I just look. I think Texas knows what they're doing on these June official visits. I don't think kids are having bad visits. They're all great visits. I think Texas has a, a healthy lead there for Jordan Johnson Rebel. I'll say the same about Corey Gibson. May you know? Look, maybe he's the one kid that commits the Clemson late. I just think it, it's been trending Texas since he didn't commit the Clemson after that official visit. Uh, so I, I like where Texas is at. With both of those guys, like you said, Selman Bridge is still in his official visit since he didn't get until Friday. So we'll leave that one alone for now. Probably talk about it in a live stream tonight. Okay. A defensive line, you got to start with Colin Simmons, who uh, yes. I, by all intents and purposes that we can tell and from sources that we hear, he had a tremendous visit uh, to the Longhorns. The nation's one of the nation's top prospects overall, I think top five prospect, the defensive end edge out of Duncanville. Start there. Uh, yeah, I would say that is true. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. And <laughs> ran into Colin and his mom at the airport. He's like, he didn't just put up the hands and say no interviews, please. But when he saw the recorders come, he said, I'm not doing interviews, guys. I'm fine with that. He's had a long weekend. Um, I, I think what's so interesting about Colin Simmons' recruitment is when this thing began, it was going to be a commitment after Duncanville won another state title in December. That means he'd have already signed and kind of announced after that. I just don't see it going that long. Um, I think Texas is in a really good spot. I think Miami made a strong run. Um, I'm interested to see if LSU's fallen off in this. I really am. Um, I, I think Georgia has been a school he liked that he didn't visit. So, I mean, look, he took his official visits in June. Um, I'm going to lose track uh, up to 4,632 posts currently on. Hey, by the way, you're not an inside Texas right now, guys. I hate to cut off. I'm going to get back to Colin. 550,000 views, 4,632 posts on our live weekend thread. That's a record in the history of Bobby and I's recruit in the recruiting world for a weekend thread. Even Keith Niebuhr, some of our colleagues have been like, oh, wow, it's unbelievable. We had 287,000 one time. Uh, so good job, Texas fans. Y'all are kicking butt. 
Um, Colin Simmons, I think it's a Texas lean. I put it in an RPM. Eric Nolene put it in an RPM. I'm not backing off of it. Who's next? Oh, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to go to Zena Umiozulu. That was uh, that you actually perfect. a lot of people didn't see this because it was in that thread and you didn't have a full update. Yeah. But you did say that you felt like Texas did a good job with Zena this weekend as well, from what yeah. you've heard behind the scenes. And also, let's turn that into another one that has a um, uh, had an official visit that has a tie, uh, a familial tie to Texas, and that's Alex January up front. So talk about Zena and Alex January. Yeah, Zena. I, look, I, I just heard everything went really well there. Obviously, the parents were big in Neto's decision. Uh, with Texas from an academic standpoint, that nor generally doesn't go away at a great academic university, right? So I think Texas, um, you know, I haven't put in an RPM there. I probably should, but I, I think Texas is in a pretty good spot there. I'll say that. And I think uh, Oklahoma's running second. Um, Alex January, I know Justin Wells talked to Alex January. I heard the visit went really well. I'll maintain Texas a leader into, uh, over LSU on that one. Florida State, obviously, in the mix. He did visit Texas Tech. Um, the only the only thing you wonder about with that, and I don't think it'll get this point, is if the numbers game caught caught up with Texas a little bit. Um, but I, I just think, look, Mike January played at Texas, season ticket holder. Um, I, I know they had a great official visit. I, I'm going to go with Texas, and so I'm proven wrong there. All right, you met you met uh, with the other guys after their visit. Yeah. All, all three, or uh, these three: Dominic McKinley out of Lafayette, Louisiana; T.J. Lindsey out of Bryant, Arkansas. Jaden Jackson out of Brownsburg, Indiana. Lindsey and Jackson, both teammates at IMG. And then Terrence Hibbler out of Mississippi. Uh, give us the latest on those four, if you don't mind. Yeah, I'll get, I'll, I'll get Hibbler out of the way first. Saturday, I was told, doesn't look good from flipping him from Mississippi State to Texas. Today, still unrealistic, but, you know, I, it's just going to be tough to flip that kid from Mississippi State, even though Hibbler, the family – there's somebody in Texas's corner there. I think that one's the longest shot of all these guys. Look, ran into Dominic McKinley and his family. That photo I put on Twitter, I put it on the inside Texas thread. Mama looked very happy in that photo. Her little brother, Darius, who's got not eight, nine offers, power five offers. He's a 2026. He, he was wearing the Texas hat when they walked into the airport. Uh, the funny thing about that was Dominic is such a reserved kid. He's a great kid. Uh, academics matter. Uh, but just kind of really quiet guy. He's for six five two eighty. He's it's it's kind of different. He wasn't going to put the hat on for the vis for the photo. And his little brother and his mom looked at him and said, "Put the hat on." And so there's you see the photo right there. Everybody doing the hook'em. I think Texas is top two with Oklahoma, uh, and uh, I think Texas has a good chance because of academics there. All right, T.J. Lindsey and Jaden Jackson. I listened to your two interviews that you sent over on those two. Uh, they're both really well-spoken young men, uh, very talented football players. What did you find out about those two? Yeah, let's start with Jaden Jackson. He was the first guy to fly out this morning, the first guy I saw. Maybe I missed somebody. Um, he was flying back to Indiana. Look, it, I think Texas, Ohio State, and Oklahoma are the three. I think Miami's running fourth. Um, Ohio State, Larry Johnson has that long-term relationship. That kid went to Ohio State camps. That was the dream offer. Um, does that mean he's going to go there? It doesn't, but I, I, Larry Johnson's got something to sell there. Uh, I think Texas has had two great visits with him and his family. He has an uh, uncle, that, uh, aunt and uncle that live in Houston area. Um, so there's family there. All the family members were up this weekend uh, for the visit. I think he makes the decision before his senior year. I think Ohio State probably is the favorite, but I don't want Texas fans to sit here and say we have no chance. I, I believe Texas has a chance here for sure. Uh, David Stone's big on the 
Oklahoma push. The uh, defensive lineman at IMG, the five-star, is likely to go to Oklahoma. What's interesting is Jaden doesn't talk much. He made a midweek to OU before coming to Texas, and I don't think that ever got out, really. So um, so Oklahoma did get him on campus. Because I think that I think it's Ohio State, Texas, OU there. Uh, TJ Lindsey, Bobby, he looks really good in person now. 6'4", 268 is what he checked in at on the Texas visit. His frame is really good now. That's a four-star that I think at IMG is going to keep moving up. Uh, he's a composite four-star, I bet, or industrial ranking. I think he's going to keep uh, rising. I think Texas is top two there, dude. I, I look, I think the SEC is a big pool there. Um, I, I think Texas, Texas A&M, Auburn. He really likes Jason Taylor at Miami. I just did not being in the SEC could get uh, get Miami beat out there. I think Texas has a legit shot here. I think he had a great visit. All right. Uh, to recap, Texas gets one commitment so far that's public. Yeah. We, we do know that there are more behind the yeah. scenes. We're going to continue to cover that. Um, we'll talk about whether or not there's going to be one tonight. You know, we got other stuff we got to get to. But uh, for right now, for the next five minutes, Jerry, we do have some time for about some questions. Is okay, there let's anything do it. you want to add before we get to the questions? Uh, now, let's just get to the questions. That, uh, something bring, that it'll, Let's go. All right. This is from KD3. I am the best. Uh, $10 super chat. We know how much of, of an amazing recruiter the shard choice is as an RB coach. But going forward and now, is Texas going to begin maximizing him as a volume recruiter to every position on the staff when Texas is looking to close? He's helping on Daniel Daniel Calhoun, right? Yeah. I mean, so look, he's helping on DeAndre Robinson, Orlando. What you don't want to do is change anything to shard choice is doing. Let him recruit the best running backs in the country. Let him recruit Atlanta. Let him recruit Orlando and Southwest Florida. That's all Texas needs for him. Those are extremely talented areas of the country. If you can pull a couple of guys out of Florida every year, if you can get to where you pick, pull one guy out of Georgia every year, and then he gets to whatever. I mean, the guy's four for four in running backs. I, I, I Let me know when he's going to miss. Somebody's going to get him eventually. I just don't know when. Um don't change a thing about what he's doing. Don't mess with that right now. He's got the mojo. Uh, right. Somebody asked about Daniel Calhoun. I did not catch up with Daniel Calhoun. The 6'6", 360-pounder may have walked right by me and I missed him. I don't think so. I think he's on a later flight. I got you. All right. Uh, next, Peyton Ross. Uh, could be John Robinson, who was there on Saturday night at Top, Top Golf with the kids. Yes. Could be the catalyst for Sark like Ricky Williams was. For Mac Brown, that's an interesting comparison. If the success on the horizontal uh, horizon comes to fruition, I, I think it's a little more than just him. I mean, I think it was Quinn Ewers coming home. I think it's two straight. I think it's Kelvin Banks flipping. I think the way that twenty-two class ended, I Arch think Manning. Arch Manning. I, mean, I I just don't like Ricky Williams won the Heisman. They had multiple first-round picks. I mean, that it, just that first year. I think it's different. I think this is a total team colossal recruiting and player effort here and i'll not i'll tell you i'll throw a little nugget out there so there was a david mulligan and the agency had a, a get together this weekend in austin uh, cj stroud was around some texas uh recruits this weekend because he was there part with Bijan and some of those guys so i don't know if he's recruiting for ohio state or if they got him to put on a texas shirt i really don't know uh, but he was there, Deshaun Watson. There were a lot of NFL guys in Austin this weekend, which makes it even a bigger visit weekend. Micah Parsons. Jeremy Hills helps run that, right? Yes. The, the yeah, former, former Texas, Texas running, running back. back. My little brother, yeah. Tony Hills, yep. former five-star. Yep. All right. Hey, we got one more question here, and then Jerry's got to go because he's got to get on the road and get to Houston so we can do the longer live stream tonight. 
where we will absolutely take multiple questions uh, as it is. All right, from Trey uh, Brown, if Collins and Zena do commit to Texas, are they going to be pure pass rushers hand on the ground the whole time or more of an OLB role rushing and dropping back? Jerry, I, I think Zena's a downhill player. I think Colin, to maximize what he wants to do as a player, has to be able to do some of those things. And he's a great go-get-it, go-get-the-ball guy. Obviously, he's the number one edge in the country. But for him to maximize everything he probably wants to do in this game, um, I'm going to guess he's going to be in some situations where he gets to show everything. All right. Uh, that's Jerry Hamilton. Guys, we don't know how much uh, you guys – we appreciate you guys, first of all. Jerry 100%. and I both talk about this all the time. We enjoy doing this. We enjoy you guys here with us. And so thanks for not only being here on, on Texas football, but also on the live thread on InsideTexas.com. Remember, there's right now $1 for three months on InsideTexas.com. I want to say something. I threw I threw the high out on the thread. And I, I wasn't joking, guys. Just be patient. <laughs> if you know, you know. Uh, we'll be back at 7 o'clock tonight for the live stream. Uh, for Jerry Hamilton, I'm Bobby Burton. This has been On Texas Football.